Shall we uh, get cracking so that you get to watch yeah, your sure. uh, brave white shirted heroes later on? Do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, welcome, listener, once again to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood Baron Lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host Paul Hutchinson and I'm joined as is customary right now through the miracle of the internet by the director of football at Bluefoot, uh, Rodney Stiles. How are you, sir? I'm extremely good, Paul. How are you? Yeah, I am absolutely bang average, which is uh, yeah, you can, all you can hope for at this point. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm absolutely fine. Thank you for asking. Um, mm-hmm. What we'll do this week is we'll take a look back at some of the games um, that were played during the week. We'll take a couple of questions from the randomizer. Our Mount Rushmore this week is of unsung heroes. We're going to be talking a lot about Messi then, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no one ever talks about him, so I think it's about time we, we throw the spotlight on him. Pre, uh, we'll preview the games coming up, any other business, and then we'll get it your way. Uh, as always, we want you to get involved. Footyfromthefoot at gmail.com is our email address. At footyfromthefoot um, is where you can find us on all the social media outlets, Spotify, iTunes, Overcast, and Google Play for your previous podcasts. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, thank you to those that have already done that. I uh, really appreciate it. And our website is footyfromthefoot.com. Well, should we get straight into it then? Just have a look back at some of the games. There was lots of games yeah. being played. And uh, on Saturday, early start for those, for the absolute diehards, uh, Norwich beaten at home to Brighton, uh, 1-0. Yeah, there's some good games actually played at 7, on, uh, at seven o'clock in the morning on Saturday. Leicester got their season back on track a little bit with a 3-0 win at Palace. Yeah, and Vardy got back on the scoring scene, didn't he? He did, yeah, and, and notched his 100th goal in the Premier League, which is a yeah. fantastic achievement for him. Yeah, great story with him as well. It is, I mean, yeah, 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 absolutely. Manchester United are absolutely on fire right now. They beat Bournemouth 5-2. I know. And this was a, an, actual, an actual match as well, wasn't it? At one point, yeah. it was 3-2, uh, but then... United got a couple of goals to put it out of any kind of question. Oh, yeah, I was just about to say the Greenwood kid. I mean, he looks something else, doesn't he? Two-footed. That's what I like about him. Like, he, mm-hmm. he gets a shot away really quickly. He can beat a man as well and he set goals up as well. He's, he's going to be a fun watch, I think. The later game was a Bluefoot derby. Uh, Wolves are at home to Arsenal. And mm-hmm. uh, Wolves just never showed up really in this one, did they? No, they didn't. They had, I mean, they, they had, Troy already had a chance right in the first minute, actually. He went through on goal, but keeper came out really well. And yeah. he also had a really, really good chance at 1 0, didn't he? I think if it had taken that, yeah. He had a different outcome. Because it wasn't as though Arsenal were brilliant, I don't think, either. They played well first half, second half, not really all that much. They did get the goal in the second half, but um, yeah, they, they ended up 2 0 winners, uh, did Arsenal. Yeah. An away win as well. Yeah, that, that, that put them right back in the whole um, European run-in. Uh, Until Sunday, Paul, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, could all come down to that. And then a <laughs> handy win for Chelsea after uh, a really disappointing uh, defeat at the hands of West Ham last time round. Yeah. They beat Watford, which was a great result for Villa. 
three nil. They're fun. They've been my team to watch, really. At, uh, Chelsea. I've really enjoyed watching them. No, yeah, take it away. All the like, you know, the, the rivalry and stuff. They are a really good team to watch. They've been involved in fun games, haven't they? That's the you know. And well, we'll get onto a couple of games. <laughs> a couple of games later on that weren't so entertaining. Um, the four, four o'clock game on Sunday. I didn't actually get up for this, thankfully, which was Burnley against Sheffield United, which was 1-1. But I woke up to the table to see that Burnley had overtaken Spurs. Yeah. So that wasn't a great way to start my Sunday. Sorry about that, yeah. No, you're fine. <laughs> With a little bit of a July the 5th hangover as well. So. <laughs> but also, that's kind of like the result that if yeah, if I had any money, then a, a one one all draw <laughs> between those two clubs was probably right. what I would have put the house on. Villa went up to Liverpool as well and actually had a really good account with themselves for three quarters of the game. It's these damn drink breaks. I don't like them, Paul. <laughs> I think they're um, responsible now for 21, 23 goals. Oh, really? What? Directly after a, a yeah. break? Okay. That's, a, that's a hell of a stat. Yeah. I mean, ah. double check this. I mean I, I mean, I was dozing on my sofa as he said it, but I mean, <laughs> it does think you throw players out sometimes. When they're on a mission, you stop the game, they have a little drinky, Come back in and yeah, I mean Liverpool scored immediately. Right. Huh. Nobody's picking up the players. I mean Mane was on his own in the box. Right. It was. It, I really wanted Villa to get a draw up there. Two 0 is a pretty kind of routine sort of win. Yeah. They can't buy a goal, mate. Oh. I think if they're strikers this season, there's one goal between them. Wesley, yeah, for for Villa, he's just he got injured early doors, isn't he? And the guy Samata that they brought in the transfer yeah. window not really fired as they'd hoped, I think. So. No, and they look probably look at Tammy Abrahams on the bench for Chelsea going, please, please, can we just... Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was on loan there, wasn't he, last right. season? Those goals got them up last yeah, and year. You forget that Villa, Villa spent £140 million. I lot. mean, that's a lot of money, mate, to be where they are. Yeah, um, I, I can't remember. I think it was Paul Brown saying that they were the second highest, second most amount yeah. of money of anyone in the league. Amazing, that really, isn't it? So Absolutely. Where they are. It is. It's, it's incredible where they are. I mean, Spurs fans can only dream of spending that sort of money over 10 years. Well, especially as their best player is someone that's gone through the ranks. They didn't have to yeah. spend any money on their best player. It seems yeah. bizarre to me, that. Well, we got uh, Southampton against City, and it was a nice story for uh, Shea Adams, who hasn't scored for 29 games, then scores the beauty from yeah, just inside the half. So. Yeah, very well taken goal. Very alert, wasn't he? And, I think I thought Southampton, although it was a little bit like the Alamo at the end there, they, they really deserved their win. It was a really, I thought it was a really fun game, that team. This, this team have really impressed me since that 9-0. I think I messaged you, actually, after the game and said a good shout for Tottenham would be this Southampton coach coming in. To, the way he's bounced back this season, he's really impressed me. Yeah, you'd have to learn how to say his name, though. That's the problem. That, that's, that's why I've uh, failed to say it, actually, this time. <laughs> 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 but I remember where we got our last coach from as well was Southampton, so I'm like... Well, I'd be interested actually to see the kind of the results after the 9-0 between Leicester and Southampton. And, and Wouldn't that be a good one? Good. The producer's listening. Can you find that yeah. out as far as... Can you find that out, please? Yeah, come on, you've got two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, um, it was a great game on uh, Monday, by the way, 12 o'clock. I don't know if you watched this one. It was a classic. I hold you entirely responsible for this game, I've got to say. Tottenham, Everton, Monday night. Oh my goodness me! What an absolute horror bag of a game! It was yeah. awful. Well, it was a you know it was a typical Mourinho close up the shop. Oh yeah. Let's just right. get a result. Can I make an admission to everybody on the podcast as well? I didn't actually watch this game. My wife had one more day off work, and we I actually said let's go to the beach. 
make her sit down. And you know what? It was the best call I've ever made. <laughs> Just on a humanitarian level. Yeah. I had my earpiece in at the beach. So I was getting updates. But there, there was one thing. Did you see the um, the Larice going after Son just before half time because he wasn't yeah. sacking back? That's pretty cool. I mean, I, I, I kind of like that. Me really. I to see a little passion on the pitch. This was a cracking game on Tuesday, and the next round mm -hmm. of games um, started with Palace um, at home to Chelsea. Chelsea ended up three two, but yep. it never felt like yeah they needed the final whistle in the end there. Really, I think Chelsea um, they don't look that clever at the back. I have to say. Watford Norwich, they took the lead. The Norwich took the lead, but uh, Watford ended up winning two one. Yeah, I was hoping then, Watford were going to win that. I'm not Watford. Norwich were going to win that game for the Villa fans. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was the hope, wasn't it? Never happened. The big game on Tuesday was another Bluefoot derby. Arsenal played Leicester at home. They took a, a, a lead in the first half. Um, really good goal actually um, from Aubameyang, yeah. set up by uh, Zaka. He looks a good one too. Uh, but then uh, Eddie Nketiah got himself sent off. For, it was kind of a naughty one. I think that the replay made it look a lot more, uh, I don't know, sort of vicious, I suppose, than it actually was. I think the genuine attempt at the ball, he just kind of, someone's leg got in the way, I think. But it was a red card, I think. Um, but then the discussion was that Vardy should have maybe been sent off for like a bit of a swinging boot could be conceived as being a little bit naughtier than, uh, again, when you slow these things down and like see them over and over and over. It's easy, isn't it? Yeah. Honestly, the draw was probably a fair oh, result. I think it was as well. He was absolutely chucking it down as well, though, wasn't it? It was. On Wednesday, it's City Newcastle. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That was a blowout. Newcastle, I just can't believe that they're so comfortable in this division. They are bobbing. <laughs> I just honestly... Well, they have good moments, Paul. It makes me sad that they're so comfortable. It really. You know what makes me sad? The City have lost like seven, eight games this season, and they're sitting in second. Nine. They've lost nine. Have they lost nine games, City? Because I was, I was working it out in my head, walking around. Yeah. That's incredible. What a terrible season. So, are Liverpool that good this season, Paul? That's what I ask. Um, well, what's they? They lost twice now, and I think they've only dropped. What would that be? Six. I think they dropped eight points all season. Have they? So that's that right? yeah. make a difference to everyone basically starting on two losses. Well, here's, here's a good stat as well, Paul, that Liverpool have got to 30 league wins quicker than any team ever. 34 games, 30 wins. You're right. Okay. So they've dropped 10 points, I think, then, yeah. in that case. Oh, they drew against United, lost against Watford and City. Oh, and they drew with Everton, didn't they? That's, that's right. right. Everton, yeah. yeah. Um, what's another good stat with City is they're the first team... Look at me, there's a stat monster at the moment. <laughs> They're the first team since Everton in 1985 to have five players to score 10 or more goals, which I yeah. love. I mean, I'm, I'm really into stats at the moment. I must be really bored. Yeah, he scored yesterday, you know, in double figures, didn't he? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, Wolves were away at Sheffield United and they've got to be disappointed after losing a very last minute header, goal from a corner. That's probably put paid to. Uh, any aspirations of Europe, really, from the league, you'd think? so. Champions League, definitely, unless they win the Europa League. But I, my more pressing concern is how did uh, Sheffield United manage to get a fan in the stadium? I think his name was Christopher <laughs> Wilder. And, um, <laughs> Disgusting. FA review needed. 100%. Yeah, he kind of yeah, did the whole Mourinho uh, down the touchline, didn't he, at the, at the end there. What else on Wednesday? Burnley got a good win for Villa. Uh, when they beat West Ham United, 1-0. They're doing all right, aren't they, Burnley? Right. Oh, very good team. 
Amazing job Paul Dyche is doing up there. Sean Dyche, yeah. Sean Dyche, Paul, yeah, hello. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, days, Paul. Say, say what you see, Rod. Say yeah. pretty routine win for Liverpool against Brighton. Who are who are the also? I'm looking at yeah them in the same view as, as Newcastle as well. How they're kind of pretty comfortable in all of this. Every time I watch them, I have no idea how they've beaten anybody. It's like they did the double over Arsenal, Paul. They're okay with me. <laughs> <laughs> did they really? Good lord. Yeah. Doesn't say a lot though, does it? <laughs> well, I mean, they are. Every time I watch them, they're an absolute tribe. Well, that's uh, the first time Liverpool scored an away goal in the Premier League since February. Wow, that's astonishing. astonishing. Yeah, they had, they, Everton, they had the dog with fleas at Everton, didn't they? Then they got thumped at City. Watford. Yeah. Wowie. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, big. crazy. Absolutely crazy. And then, yeah, there's a couple of more games in this round of, um, of fixtures happening today. We're actually recording just before Spurs play Bournemouth. Everton are at home to Southampton and Villa at home to Manchester United, who are absolutely on fire. So something. I can't see Villa getting anything out of this game today. They're looking good at the United at the minute, and Villa. Oh, if they get Champions League, mate, I can see them pushing for the title next season. I'm being deadly serious now as well. This is the best they've been, in my opinion, since Fergie left. I think that's probably true. They're playing the best football since I suspect, aren't they? Yeah. One player, Fernandez. Yeah, that's all it took, wasn't it? It seems. Football's happy now. Yeah, real kind of catalyst for the whole squad, wasn't he? It's frightening, mate. Actually, I'm, I'm a little... You get that PTSD of United dominating, coming <laughs> back a little bit, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then just to round up, a final of the German Cup, Bayern Munich. I, I didn't really see very much of this, but they won 4-2 against Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah, so that's the double for them. And Lewandowski scored again, so I think it was over 50 goals this season for him. And it hasn't finished yet, because they got Champions League to come. <laughs> All right, well, that's the roundup of all the games. Uh, let's cool. take a quick break there and we'll come back with the randomizer. Okay, let's fire up the randomizer and let's see. It's asking for a question 14. Who was the best for an absolute hot minute? There's a list of players here, but you know one that always gets me, and I had to find his name out, but I always remember when he broke through for United, going back to United again. Do you remember the Italian striker, Machida? Yeah. It was actually against Villa when he came on. He scored a couple of late goals, scored in the next game a late goal, cracking, a cracking goal. He ended up scoring one more goal with 18 appearances and got shipped out. But he, for a hot minute, he looked like he was going to be good. Yeah, he got some really important goals, didn't he? And some yeah. important wins. He scored yeah. four goals, basically, for United. They were 2-1 down against Villa in his debut. One of his debuts. One of his debuts. That's not, that doesn't make any sense. One of his first games. Yeah. And he came off the bench and scored two late goals and they won the game. He then scored another late winner or a late goal in his second game. That's right. That's Done. a great show. I think you could probably lump Yanisai in that as well, where he looked like he was going to be an absolute world beater and then uh, dropped off a cliff a little bit. My one, again, for, well, first of all, for my club, Michael Ricketts, for like half a season, totally. couldn't miss. Totally. He got an England cap. We actually sold him that same season to Middlesbrough and he scored against us. In that same season, and we like we sold high on that one because he did nothing after that really. Fernando Torres as well at Liverpool, he was oh. like unbelievable, wasn't he? Unplayable yeah. at, at yeah. times, and then he kind of tailed off, and that's when Chelsea bought him. It was an amazing bit at fifty million. Wow, uh, did all right, but he was never the same player that he was. Sorry, at. Gone. not at all. And Banteki was another one, wasn't he? Ben he still is. <laughs> yeah. My, my final one is um, Scalacci for, for Italy in the 1990 World Cup. Brilliant one. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody heard of him. I don't think his mother knew he played football. 
did. He just got a call, didn't he? Because um... Italy couldn't get a goal in the first couple of games and they would bring him on and he ended up being a golden boot winner in that World Cup. Didn't he? You're correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah. I don't so, even know who he played for. Like, did he do anything afterwards or before? I have no idea. I have no idea. And it's always been one that I always mean to check out and I never do. Some good ones there. That was good. Yeah, I like that one. Let's try another question. Uh, this is question 10. Wasted players on a team. Absolute standouts. Um, but playing with utter build you around him. <laughs> Harry Kane. Um... <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but uh, it seems you have. No, I'm not. <laughs> Jack Grealish is another one then. John McGinn might uh, have uh, something to say about that, but uh, yeah, no, I agree. Pulisic uh, for the uh, US men's national team. Oh, God, 100%. I think, I mean, he's a real good and into and I, I yeah, don't he, think the US uh, men's national team's up to much these days at the moment, is it? So, really sad. I can't think of another player that I was like, well, yeah, you'd hang your hat on, really, apart from Pulisic. So, I mean, Lewandowski for Poland, possibly. But Poland are all right, I suppose, aren't they? But, yeah. yeah. But he is absolutely world class, isn't he? I was yeah. thinking, like, maybe. George Best for any team after he left Manchester United. <laughs> yeah, right. I think he ended up playing at like Hibernian, didn't he? And all sorts of different places. I know um, he came, uh, came to America, didn't he? He played for... Someone on the West Coast, wasn't it? Um, I've seen the shirt. I nearly bought one. Was it Quakes, was it? I really can't remember. Yeah. He had a, had a bar in Santa Monica, I think, didn't he, as well? So, oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that one. Either. I don't think it exists anymore. What, uh, who else... He could argue, really, Wayne Rooney when he was playing for England after like Gerrard and Lampard and all these types retired. I mean, that was a really ordinary England team, wasn't it? Yeah, very ordinary. If, if Jake Livermore can get a game for England, so can I. I remember. I think I remember tweeting one day about like the like hashtag I was there when Jordan Henderson and Jake Livermore were in the centre of midfield for for England. I'm like my days, that is the least inspiring midfield I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I've got one, actually. I've got one. It's going to be um, Gareth Bale, I suppose. Spurs. Oh, I thought you were going to say Wales. Okay. No, for Spurs. Yeah. I mean, if we didn't have him that season, we would have got nowhere near things. You know, uh, AVB season. Yeah. He kept AVB in a job because he was yeah. taking one from 30 yards out. I mean, he was like a one-man team at times. I'd, I'd say Gareth Bale, yeah. Yeah, good one. All right, well, should we take a quick break there and we'll yeah. move on to the Mount Rushmore this week of Unsung Heroes. We are back. Unsung hero. So, like, the, the player that your team can't really do without, there's a marked difference in, in performance when they are not there, but they're not the ones that are scoring 25 goals a year or the unseen dirty work that uh, they get through that uh, makes a big difference for, you, for your team. Any ideas? Uh, uh, my first one's going to make you very happy as a Bolton fan. Oh, yeah? Kevin Davis. Kevin Davis, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, my my favorite thing was always that when we played Man United, he would always put one on that Patrice Evra every single get. Like there were like five minutes in, Patrice Evra would get the ball on the like left back position. Kevin Davis would sprint like forty yards to try and get there before he made a <laughs> Always leave a little bit on him. Oh, Can he get booked like a minute into his England debut as well? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he looked like butter wouldn't melt in his mouth, didn't he? Do you know. <laughs> Yeah, apparently a very, very mild-mannered bloke. Yeah. But yeah, he was an absolute menace. Yeah, right, that's good. I like that one. Thank you for... Yeah. Uh, I just did that because you're a Bolton fan, you know. <laughs> um, I've got Michael Carrick. Um, yeah. Manchester United. I think that if you speak to Man United fans, that they'll always say that he was the, sort of the glue. 
they always say that uh, the uh, the simple things well. Usually a, a euphemism for not doing too much. But yeah, I think that their performances um, were much better yeah. with Michael Carrick just anchoring that midfield. No, he's a great player. I mean, he was a great player at Spurs as well. We bought him from West Ham. Yeah. And uh, I think we sold him for something like 30 plus million as well, which was a lot of money back then. I remember that he came through with uh, Joel Cole in that West Ham team, didn't he? And right. I remember people saying at the time that like, Joel Cole is you know, a very skillful player, but m- many people were saying that um, Michael Carrick would be the one that would have the prolonged career. And it kind of turned out that way, I think, really, didn't yeah. it? Uh, he's a very good player. Very, yeah, unsung hero, perfectly. Any others? Gab Milner is one of my favourite ones as an unsung hero. Yeah. We've mentioned it before. But I'm going to go for company because yeah. I think it's a real unsung hero. And I think we found that out this season with City as well. I think, yeah, he's dead right. Absolutely. I think I mentioned him on the first ever podcast we did, how City were going to miss him, not just on the pitch, but in the changing room. Oh. So company is my second choice. What I really liked about company is that he, I think both sets of fans, United and City, realised what a great thing he did for like the, for Manchester as a, as a town as well. And I think he got involved a lot in the local charities and things like that. He's no. a good lad. Um, I mean, if team scored that goal against Leicester last season, unless you're a Liverpool fan. I mean, that goal was, um, I mean, was that the last home appearance for him as well, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And they were getting nowhere in that game as well, weren't they? You know what? It was, at that moment, it was Liverpool's title, wasn't it? Insane, really. And for him to pop up and score that worldie from about 26 yards out. Brilliant. Who's your final one? My final one is Dirk Coat for Liverpool. Yeah. Probably a really sort of, just got it done, didn't he? You know, yeah. totally unfancy. Uh, you know, again, wasn't one of these that popped in with like loads of goals, but tried really hard for his team. Same for Holland as well, to be fair. The Netherlands did the same sort of job for them, didn't he? Very unsung hero, but yeah, it would pop up with goals. Link play and just yeah. Yeah, really run down the channels, like thankless tasks, and he just got on with it. And uh, yeah, he did. Totally. Mind. There we go. That was good. I think, I think uh, we got a good four there. All right, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and take a look at what's happening in the games coming up in the next week. Okay, welcome back. Um, We are games coming up. Um, First kind of order of business, though, really. There's no actual games, I don't think, on Friday. But there is the the Champions League and Europa League uh, draw. We'll find out what happens in that tournament. So that'll be fun. Yeah, with the final being played on the 23rd of August, we've actually had some discussions about when the next Premier League season is going to start. And one of them, I think, is the 29th of August. So it's either that or the 12th of September, depending on whether some of the English clubs make it that far. Those are the two two dates that um, I think people are looking at. And also, probably a quick mention that the MLS that their tournament uh, thing starts today. This is Thursday and continues, I think, over the weekend. So that's the one that's been played in situ in um, Orlando. There we go. Uh, Saturday, there's two very early games. Watford play Newcastle and Norwich play West Ham. Very important games there, really, for relegation-threatened teams. At 7 o'clock, Liverpool play Burnley. So two teams in fairly decent form going at it there. Nothing sort of stand out apart from the the North London derby really this weekend. Uh, Sheffield United. Are, Sheffield United Chelsea's a big one. That's a big game. Yeah, that that's at nine thirty on Saturday, and then yeah, like I said before, anything involving City and Liverpool, I'm not that minded about right now. They're uh, City are away at Brighton. Can't see anything other than absolute shellacking there. Really, Wolves big game against Everton. They need to get back on track. Four o'clock in the morning though. That thing. Oh, what a horrible time. <laughs> Ugh, desperately need a win. 
and uh, having lost last two at 6.15 on Sunday, Villa are at home to Palace. Now, like, it, they need to get like six points from this game, <laughs> don't they? This yeah. has got nil-nil written all over it, Paul. <laughs> Tottenham and play local rivals, Arsenal FC. Oh, is that this weekend, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's huge! I mean, if you get a win today, and oh, it's um, it's it's actually the fun game of the weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, you say fun, not not. It's not fun at all. But yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the neutral, I'm yeah, absolutely lapping that up. Yeah, I think we're going to win the game. Okay. Despite what your eyes tell you, it's like. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. We we have to win this game. Yeah. Um. Only so I don't have to wear the Arsenal shirt. <laughs> I have this little side bet going with Louise, and um, yeah, that was looking pretty tidy once it started the season, but uh, yeah, close enough. We keep messaging each other actually about it and just making like throw up emojis and stuff to each other, (laughs) (laughs) it's getting a little tight. The final game on Sunday is Leicester away at Bournemouth, everyone's whipping boys right now. Yeah, they got it back on track a little bit, didn't they, Leicester? last couple of games so yeah for sure four points out of the last six so yeah mm-hmm. a little bit better Monday the the Monday night games have been absolute horror bags haven't they so far yeah. Manchester United are at home to Southampton so that, there's a prospect there of, of actual decent football being played I think yeah can Southampton have a really good away record so um, yeah and they're playing yeah. good stuff aren't they at the minute yeah totally. that's the final round of uh, that, that game and then there are some midweek games as well starting on Tuesday Chelsea are at home to Norwich. And then just quickly go through some of these. Burnley are at home to Wolves. Another big game, a, a very winnable game. You'd hope for Wolves as well. You know, kind of in and around the same sort of. Oh, uh, Burnley! It's, yeah. a, it's a winnable game for Burnley at the moment as well. Yeah. They're in incredible form. Manchester City are at home to Bournemouth. Um, Newcastle at home to your Tottenham Hotspur. No idea about that one. No, that's the thing. Who shows up for, for Newcastle yeah. really? Every time, I mean, what I should what I should do is I should watch that game because Newcastle are absolutely abhorrent every time I watch them. So I'll get a win for you if I do that. Yeah, I'm hoping you watch that game then, Paul, next Wednesday. <laughs> um, Liverpool at home to Arsenal. Oh, huge. Absolutely huge. Come on. Come on, Liverpool. <laughs> and then the final round of games um, on Thursday, Everton at home to Villa. They've got to do something there too, Villa. Okay. Villa have got so many horrible games. You've uh, got to feel for them a little bit. Four. Leicester, they're, they're playing Sheffield United in another kind of, you know, in that little band of teams that have... Interesting games, yeah. Also, Palace play Manchester United. United are um, away from home in that one. And yeah. Southampton play Brighton. The USL is back, which is the, the league in which uh, SD Loyal play just below MLS. Yep. Their first game is on Saturday, 1pm, and you can watch that on CW, I think. And they're playing Real Monarchs, which is the Salt Lake City Stiffs, their second team. Yeah. Which, by the way, is a better name than Real Salt Lake. Yeah, the Real Monarchs, at least that makes sense. And you can hear more about that on the Fairweather podcast with uh, with our Marissa. Check out her podcast that she does that is focused entirely on SD Loyal. What else? Okay, no, I think that's about it for previewing the games. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with any other business. Okay, um, so there's one or two new kits appearing uh, that I've, I've really liked. Have Spurs released their new kit yet at all? 
They have. It's, it's, it's not wonderful. Is it the one it has got like a bl blue sort of shoulders or something? Okay. And got a yellow, like, I kind of like the yellow uh, cockerel in the middle again, which is quite sweet. Nice. But, um, they're not brilliant, though. I, I, I don't think I'll be rushing out and buying any. I've got enough retro shirts. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Everton with their Hummel shirt. That That is looking good there, by the way. Well done, Everton, for that. Yeah. I've got to say, um, Chelsea shirts are really nice. The Hummel away combo kind of yeah. makes it with each other. I like it when they do that. Kind of it, 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 it comes as like as a pair. Palace is nice as well. I don't usually like a fade, but they've got like a stripes that sort of fade into. Okay, Sash one the Palace have. I and, love a sash. <laughs> yeah, and talking of which, the Southampton one has like a sash. Like the home kit has a sash going one way, the away kit has the sash going the other way. Very nice indeed. Well yeah. done, Southampton, on that. That's a really lovely attempt there. And yeah, we want you to get in, in touch. What's What's the situation with your club's kits and whether you like what you're seeing at Footy yes. from Foot? I've got yeah. one more piece of business. I mean, I, I listened to this report yesterday. I'm kind of right in vogue at the moment as well with the Black Lives Matter movement. The guy who used to play for Plymouth back in the 1920s, a guy called Jack Leslie, he was one of only two black footballers in the English right. Football League. And he got called up for England in 1925. Then the hierarchy in the English FA found out he was from black origin and he didn't play. They're doing a petition at the moment. I listened to an interview with his granddaughter yesterday and they're trying to erect a statue in Plymouth. He came from East London, scored some like 130 goals from Plymouth. He's a huge folk hero down there. Really? He, well, that's nice that there's some work to try and uh, do, uh, yeah, make some... Yeah, I don't know if you can find a link to the petition to get that signed. I think they've got like 68,000, 70,000 okay. signatures at the moment, actually, to get a statue erected for him. All right, well, I will definitely link to that in the, the yeah. show. When in the 60s, he actually went back to East London. This is the great bit of the story. And West Ham found a job for him. Let's move on to the predicted game, week 22. Yeah, it, it was a bit of a mixed bag. Rob yeah. was the listener picker this week. He and I got seven points. We predicted four correct results and one bang on. And uh, I think you got six points with three results and one bang on. Uh, it's super tight. It's 106 points each between me and the listeners, and you're on 91. So you need a, a big week, some week, at some point. So maybe I know I, I need to come back really. Um, so maybe this is maybe this is the week. Uh, my very good friend uh, Beverly, uh, an Everton fan, I've known her like since university. One of my favourite people on the planet, and uh, she's been good enough to give her thoughts on the games coming up this week. An Everton fan, so uh, you may see some bias. Uh, during some of <laughs> these uh, answers. All right, so we'll start with Brighton at home to Manchester City. Uh, Bev has gone 3-0 to City, and so have I, in fairness. 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> You'd listen, oh, right, okay. I mean, maybe that's it. You're kind of throwing Hail Marys now at this thing. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you know, Brighton, they didn't look... Oh, I think they... They'd be shouting at Brighton, by the way. God, blimey. <laughs> I have a little soft spot because they are trying to play football the right way. And even yesterday, they came back against Liverpool. They could have... Oh, look. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try and justify it, Rodney. 2-2. Two -two. There you go. All right. Wolves are at home to Everton. And as a good Evertonian, she has predicted a 2-1 win for the Toffee Men. And, but I've, I've <laughs> dismissed that out of the water. I think Wolves are going to win 1-0. Uh, Sorry about I'm that. going for a 2-0 Wolves we're going to bounce back in this one. Uh, <laughs> Villa versus Palace. Um, <laughs> Bev and I have both said nil all in this. Are you going for the sweep? No, I'm not. I'm going to say Villa 1-0. Can 
Come on, Villa. <laughs> okay. Uh, Spurs, Arsenal, the North London derby. Uh, Bev predicts an Arsenal win 2 1. I've gone a I've gone nil all draw in there. 4 1 Spurs. <laughs> go on, go on. <laughs> Hail Mary's being thrown all over the place. You know what? If it comes in, I'm going to be double happy, mate. <laughs> uh, Bournemouth played Leicester. Bev has gone for a Leicester 2 1 win. I've gone for a 1 0 win for Leicester. 3 0 Leicester. Yeah. Manchester United play Southampton. Beverly has uh, predicted a 3 0 win. I've gone for a 3 2 win. I've gone for an absolute modern day classic. I'm going to go for a 2 0 United win. You know, well, can I come back here, Paul? Because I, I, I seem to be going on the bandwagon for United at the moment. And I think Danny Ings might actually do something against their defence. I'm going to go for a 2 1 Southampton shocking win. What was the score again? I'm going to go 2 1 Southampton. I've got a funny feeling their pace up front with Danny Ings might actually cause some problems. I predicted a, um, a Southampton win uh, yes, uh, last week against yeah. City. I actually picked that one. Yeah, so. I know, insane. insane. And I just look at Maguire at the back against Bournemouth. He was pretty poor. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? They, they do a little calm down, boys. Yeah, fair enough. Absolutely. In fact, yeah. I think they could, if they win today by three goals or more, that, that's like a. a, a I think they'll have done that four times on the bounce now, and that's, that's a right, yeah, which is a record. record as well. And finally, Liverpool played Burnley. In fairness, Red has gone with the two nil win to Liverpool. I've gone one nil win for Liverpool. Nil nil. Fun times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Sorry. just to recap on the Blue Foot Cup, um, Manchester City have actually won it. Wolves needed to beat Arsenal to be equal on points with them. And I think what I would have done had that happened was because Wolves beat City in the head-to-head, they beat them twice, that I would have awarded Wolves the, uh, the, the win uh, for the whole thing. Uh, alas, that did not happen. One game left to, uh, between Arsenal and Villa uh, coming up soon. Uh, but, yeah, Villa need to get off the snide. They are uh, without points in this competition. Uh, but, yeah, City are going to be the winners in that one. Uh, next week... Is going to be our 50th podcast. Can you believe that, partner? Oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> so we'll mark that in some way. And uh, yeah, we wanted perhaps to do one in person for such a momentous occasion. But uh, yeah, if you have any ideas or things that uh, you want to kind of like, there's a, a mark of respect for, for <laughs> us doing this uh, for 50 weeks. Uh, yeah, just <laughs> let us know. <laughs> you need, I think we need some Botox or something, Paul. We're looking a bit wrinkly after 50. <laughs> the half century. <laughs> the half century, yeah. So we'll, we'll mark that in some in some way uh, next week. Uh, that'll do us. Uh, have you got anything else further? All right, well, we managed to get there. We've had a little bit of uh, technical difficulties, so um, hopefully it will be a coherent uh, narrative, as always. It's always a coherent narrative. It's, uh, yeah. Never, never just thrown together. No. <laughs> uh, please get in contact, footyfromthefoot at gmail.com or at footyfromfoot um, on our social media outlets. Yeah, suggestions for future talking points, anything that you want us to cover on our 50th podcast, things about your kits uh, that your clubs are putting out, all of that kind of stuff we uh, would like to hear from you. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and now Overcast uh, for previous podcasts. Um, if you are so inclined, tell some friends. 
uh, rate, review, and uh, subscribe. That would be very good of you. Thanks to David Sankster, as always, for our theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Give him a follow on at one in 20 Parkinson's. Yeah, unfortunately, it's looking further and further away, unfortunately, getting back to actually watching uh, football at the Bluefoot. But you can still tip virtually at uh, bluefootbar.com. And you can also still buy the uh, lockdown T-shirts that go to, uh, they've got to help bartenders at Bluefoot. Yeah. Uh, Thank you to everybody who's done that. Yeah, no, they're really good. I'm spotting mine as we speak, in actual fact. Cool. Thank you, uh, dear listener. And let's do this again next Thursday. Bye. We made it. We made it. We made it. <laughs>